time. Welcome back to SNN War, where we cover all the anime episodes that have happened this week that we think are worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, we try and bring you different episodes every week. Uh, today, I'm here with my boy, Deontay the Giant. Uh, Will may be hopping in later on if he gets home. If not, we're going to put it down ourselves. We're going to run things a little bit different today. Uh, Deontay and I have a little bit of news that we're going to go over. So we're going to talk about, you know, some anime things that are coming up soon. And uh, then we'll get into some reviews. So uh, what you got to say, Deontay, what's the, what's the news that we need to know about? Well, it's just hit, hit my feed the other day. Uh, it's April 2024 is the date that we are all looking forward to. That is the beginning of season four, the Demon Slayer Hashira training arc. So that oh, has yeah. been announced. Uh, Crunchyroll is once again uh, picking that up and streaming it for everybody. Uh, I'm pretty excited for it. It's supposed to be a pretty short arc. And then we're supposed to get into either Infinity Castle or one more arc before that. But I, I heard rumors that Infinity Castle is supposed to be completely separated. So it's not season four at all. But rumors right. might be true. Who knows? We never know what we're going to see. They always bring us something good, though, don't they? They sure do. You, you foldable just can't miss with their animation. <laughs> Unless you count the fish. <laughs> That that fish was pretty bad. That fish was pretty bad. Uh, didn't you uh, say something about My Hero Academia too? Oh yeah, My Hero Academia is uh, coming back for one second. Season seven, spring twenty twenty four, and mm -hmm. I believe, depending on which source you use, some people are saying that's April twenty twenty four as well. Uh, I've I've heard one person mention that it might be March 2024 because My Hero Academia has had a reputation of debuting in March in the United States. So, I you know I'm not gonna lie I I feel like I saw that somewhere as well, but uh, with all the you know fake news running around out there, yeah. sometimes you get somebody that posts something that tries to look professional and has a date on it then you find out later that it was wrong so like man it, don't 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 even toy with us like that just give us the information when you get it give us the solid sure. information <laughs> that, that's what we want that is what we want we want to know what's good and we want to know when we got it so why put out fake shit what do you, who are you trying to impress <laughs> right. I'm trying to get first dibs on something that's not even true and makes you look even worse Oh man! So, uh, did you uh, kind of news? I don't know if it's uh, just somebody talking shit, but uh, my our buddy Mike posted in the chat today something about Gege Akatami wants to prove Shonen fans wrong by killing all the main characters in Jujutsu Kaisen. Man. Uh, I, I sat. I watched the current episode today, and I'm just like, man, we're really down to Yuji and Toto, and it's just like. And then after I got to a certain part, I'm just like, wow, for real, like we're gonna lose Toto too. 
And is it this meme makes sense in more ways than one? And it's just like e even if it is true, it, it's like God, man. What point are you trying to prove? <laughs> right, right. Uh, the four characters that it had on there were, of course, Nobara, Yuji, uh, Gojo, and Megami. And you know, we already lost two of them. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they with we don't know what's going to happen with Megami, like you know, uh, and I'm not going to go into it because we don't know who's not a manga fan or not. But there, it, let's just say Megami's future is up in the air at the moment. So, uh, yeah, man, like he just trying to kill everybody off. <laughs> yeah, it's like he. I, so what, from what I heard from other manga readers is that uh, Nabara's future is up in the air, too. Well, I always felt like in the manga that it was pretty well sealed. Like, she it, it made you feel like she died. But in the anime, they had old boy that was with Nanami say that there was a chance that she could live. He said, it's a small chance, but there's a chance. So that's where that's coming from, that her future's up in the air, because that's the only place it's ever been that, that they've ever said that. So, I mean, I guess it could be up in the air, but I pretty much thought she was sealed. Yeah. You know? And the Gege Akatami is around, around like Will's age, and it's, it's just like to be a young author of a, a very popular series, and you're already defying almost every law of shown impossible. And is it like I'd say pretty much right now it kind of follows along because I mean we just lost the mentor, Jiraiya. I mean, not Jiraiya. <laughs> uh, which one yeah. was it this time? You know, um, go uh, sir. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, so you know <laughs> what I mean, man? It like absolutely they all follow like this series of tropes. So uh I mean I'm not mad at it, but uh I, 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 that's why I was like, you know, if he wanted to do something, you know, out of the box, he would have left Gojo alive. He would have let, you know, he would have, you know, but that's not the way he chose to go with it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he is going to have Suka to come out on top, you know? Yeah. Will, no Will would love that. So Will would. I, yeah. I have a feeling he's going to get a um, picture of, you know, a tattoo of Sukuna somewhere on him, and underneath it's going to be a ribbon and say Will Heart Sukuna. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be my Valentine, <laughs> my bloody Valentine, my cursed daddy. Oh, damn. He is going to hate this stream now. <laughs> we, we, we aren't going to tell him we did that. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll tell him, guys. We'll tell him. For sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's something else that, like, uh, I'm just going to bring up as news. Like, Did everybody see that the fourth uh, trailer for solo leveling dropped this week? Uh, oh, and that was... Bad. Finally, uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't read the manga, but like Will was talking about, there was some of the uh, bigger guys in it that were in the trailer. 
like yeah, people he didn't monarchs. think or the monarchs that's yeah. it like we're not supposed to see them till later are we they're they're like me and will like reading through the man while we waited a long time before we finally met the rest of the monarchs and uh so that that was very interesting that they're already in the trailer uh, we there, there was at least two or three of them, I believe. But I have to go back and watch to make sure. But uh, we right. the, the long haired red the long red haired guy is the dragon monarch, and he's supposed to be the strongest of them all. So he's like somewhat uh, Sung Jin Woo's equal. And Sung Jin Woo is like the shadow monarch, and those two are like apocalyptic level strong. And uh, but. Something Wu trains to get to where he is, and Dragon Monarch is just, I've been around since the beginning of time, and it's like, God, we're all expecting that epic battle scene at the very end of the series. Right, right. I'm expecting a lot from it, man. You guys have hyped me up for like two years about this show. Like, oh man, it's getting an anime. Oh, and I, I was, I thought like, Am I going to go read the manhwa? And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to just wait. I've got, I've got series that I read, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm not trying. I'm doing more with anime nowadays. So uh, I figured I'd just wait and be anime only with it and come at it from like, I'm going to get your perspective and Will's perspective as people that read the manhwa. So I'm going to definitely hear where it's different, but I'll have a fresh take on it. Yeah. So I've never seen anything about it other than listening to you guys talk. Yeah, the source material was definitely very popular for a little while. Uh, I, I think that's one of the only uh, documents that I've read or uh, stories that I've read besides One Piece and JJK up until Shibuya arc. So it's, it's, I'm pretty excited. I'm fully spun up on this series and uh, anything that they do that's inaccurate, as long as it makes sense and it looks good, I'll let it slide. <clears throat> I, I can understand that. Sometimes when you love them that much, you got to make concessions. Right. You know, I, uh, yeah, I did that with The Witcher for the first season. I was like, I like it so. I, I like The Witcher so much, and it's, I'll go ahead and take this. I know it's not right, but I like it, so I'll go ahead and take it. Right. And then we got season two. Yep, I think three and four, didn't we? Fuck The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> from, from season two on, I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch, but I'm gonna complain the whole time. I, and I have, I never, I, uh, I'm usually not, like I said, I don't care when they deviate from the books for the most part. It doesn't bother me. I live because of Marvel and DC. I live in a headspace that accepts that multiple realities exist and that this retelling of this story can be a little bit different case in point. The One Piece live action was not exactly a, a retelling of the One Piece anime or manga. I mean, anime is manga frame for frame pretty much, yeah. aside from the filler bullshit. But the live action was completely different. It was 
not not completely different, but you get what I'm saying. There were yeah. several places where they rewrote, put things in different spots, had more or less characters here, had these people there that weren't supposed to be there so they could include the same characters in the whole story. But it was done well. So the retelling didn't bother me at all. Like, but The Witcher was bad. Yeah. <laughs> the Witcher was really bad. And we only got three seasons of it. The third season just finished up. And it was Henry Cavill's last season. So we get a, a Hemsworth brother in the next one. Liam, I think it is. Yeah, taking over for as Gerald, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, really, though. I'll never watch it. Yeah. It makes I, me I, not want to start the series at all now. <laughs> I'm... It, Man, you know how on top five last night we went over like worst sequels? Mm hmm. That's a season two, three, and everything else after season one of The Witcher should have been on that one of those lists. Yeah. So, because the first season was good and people were excited because it wasn't exactly right, but it wasn't exactly wrong either. It was good, it was well done. Uh, the fight scenes made sense. Uh, the choreography was amazing. The stories were put it back into order in a way that they allowed them to go from one to the next, which the books don't generally do. Yeah. So uh, the books are written kind of uh, like anthologies. Hey, what's up? Who do you know who that is? I believe that's Willie. I need to get inside that. Uh... That that video, see see what what's what's the dealio? I feel you, I feel you. Uh, oh no, that's Blake. That is that is Blake Hickman. What up, bro? What's up, Blake? <laughs> hey, I see, I hear it. In yeah, background. I get in the background, my volume all the way up. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking anime. Uh, that, um, well, actually, we're talking The Witcher. <laughs> yeah, we're talking The Witcher right now, but we'll get back to anime after Witcher. Right, right. But uh, actually, let's just go ahead and head back because I think uh, I think we covered the news pretty well that we had. Do you have anything else to talk about? Uh, that's all I had. Uh, next next Thursday, we'll have something pretty stacked for you guys because there's been anime news dropping left and right, so... We'll, we'll have something stacked for you guys next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, which review do, where, where do we want to start today? Uh, would you like to introduce the world to Dead, Dead Mount Death Play? I absolutely would. Uh, the show that I'm reviewing this week is called Dead Mount Death Play. And it covers a person that goes by the name of Corpse God uh, really doesn't ever, as far as I know, ever say his real name. Yeah. Uh, when what happens is that uh, this is a reincarnation anime. So it's sort of like Isakay, but not exactly. <laughs> uh, the Corpse God knows that the, um, his enemies are coming to kill him. And so he decides to reincarnate himself a thousand years in the future. And that way his enemies won't be alive anymore. And 
he can go forward and continue with what he was doing. Uh, so this happens and the spell goes off while him and the, the hero are fighting. Uh, cause the, the, the hero is the one that comes to kill the corpse God, of course. Right. Yeah. Because you know, he's called the corpse God. He's evil, right? He has to be. Uh, so transporting time thousand years in the future. And, uh, what we don't know is that apparently he's, he gets reincarnated into somebody that just died. And what happens was, is that this, uh, uh, guy Shino Shinoyama, uh, Polka is his first name. Polka gets his throat cut by this girl with glasses, and we don't really know a lot of what's going on. And he dies, and then reincarnates with the corpse god in his in Polka's body. So, uh, corpse god is exactly what he sounds like. He has like necromancy powers, spirit powers, and such. It's very much in the supernatural realm. Uh, we really don't know a whole lot about him. And we're into the second season already, and we're still just scratching the surface of what he can do uh, and what any of them can do. We don't really know. Uh, we have several groups of people in this. You've got Polka and his group that he picks up with a lot of people that are like um, in the criminal underground and starts working with them. He's not a bad person, you know, like being the corpse God, you think he's a bad guy. He's not, but uh, you know, he starts working with him. Yeah. They were, huh? they were stereotyping him. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I think they gave him the name corpse God. So you'd be like, well, that guy's got to be bad. You know, his name's, it's got corpse in it. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so um, there's that group. You've got another group that's called the, uh, the fire bugs, say fire bug safety. Oh man. Let me look it up real quick. Cause, uh, yeah, this is the key visual for the anime is dead, dead Mount death play season two. And I'm guessing the corpse God is the one in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That's him in the middle there. And, uh, on the side of him, you've got like the one in the back on the left is the redhead. That's mm -hmm. one of the children of Sabramond. And there's like the two girls underneath her work with her. And that's another sorcerer that was alive back when he was the corpse god and not Polka. So like a thousand years ago. Mm. And they are one of the only remnants of the world that he was in before. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, Sabramond was, they were bo both uh, court sorcerers for the same kingdom, but it makes it sound like maybe they weren't necessarily, they didn't necessarily have the same goals, even though they were working for the same person. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? 
Yeah, that that, that sounds about right. It's, it's one of those things where you got to strap in and seat, strap in your seat belts and, and just watch it, and everything will just reveal itself through watching. It definitely is. It definitely is. Uh, you've got a lot of things that go on in it. Like uh, the one girl, her name's Misaki. He makes her into a zombie in the first episode. And so she starts helping him out. That was the assassin that killed him because she kept trying to kill him. And mm -hmm. he's like, look, just stop, just stop. And then he was like trying to restrain her and accidentally killed her. So then he's like, oh, I feel bad and brought her back to life. Kind of it. I'm making it sound a lot more comedic than it actually was. Man. Uh, it, some of it is, you know, it, it, it has its little bit of comedy in it, but it looks like it's definitely trying to be like horror mystery kind of anime. And it definitely fits that supernatural horror mystery genre. So uh, I, not as much horror as mystery and supernatural, but it's like I said, it's a an interesting time. Uh, in the newest episode, what mm -hmm. what happened is, um, one of the people in his group that's staying at the place where he's at, he's got this. It, I I think it's an old hotel that they are inhabiting, and <laughs> I think they're just squatting. I'm not positive, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, his Polka's actual sister comes to stay with them and she has a bodyguard and through something that happens, uh, he loses an arm. And so Polka, he hasn't done this with a lot of them, but he explains to him who he is, that he's been reincarnated and he's a sorcerer. And he's like, I want to, he goes, I, 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 I like you. And I think we can get along. And so I'd like to give you a new arm. Can I do that? And he replaces his arm with the arm of a dragon. And so he's got like lightning powers and a dragon claw for a hand. So, yeah, like I said, man, it's, man. it's, it's kind of slow moving and, you know, not, not like, uh, it's definitely not JJK. All right. There's a lot of other things going on and there's the, there's a police force that's investigating this whole thing. And like I said, there's a lot of details to it. Really? I'm just going to be done talking except unless you have questions, but everyone should just go watch it. Seriously. It's, was, it's go ahead. You can find it on Crunchyroll. Uh, I believe it's on Crunchyroll. You know me, man. I watch even when I've got it. I watch all my stuff on a pirate site because I got it yeah. all there together. I'm horrible, but uh, I mean, I pay for all that stuff, but I don't like to go bouncing around for it, so I forget where they're at. But uh, I do believe it is on Crunchyroll, but it's called Dead Mount Death Play. And if anybody forgets that, hit us up in the group on Facebook and I'll tell you which word to see it again because. Yeah, it's been really good. I uh, it was one that I didn't expect to be good, and it just came out of nowhere. And I was like, "Man, I love that. That's awesome." So, man, like I've been missing. I'd be missing out, man. I'm I'm actually behind on the anime that I do watch. 
I did watch Jujutsu <laughs> Kaisen this week, though, so I'm, I'm, I'm able to talk about something on the show. Uh, Will was supposed to be covering Eminence in Shadow, but he might not be able to make it because he's in Cape right now. So he'll have right. to tre- trek all the way back to New Madrid just to get on the stream. And it's a, we'll probably be done with uh, both of our reviews by the time he's back in the house. But Well, I was thinking, you know, I'm caught up on Eminence in Shadow too. Ooh. So... How did that latest episode go? Man, uh, I'm going to tell you, the latest episode was really good. Uh, There's been, in season two, and there's been two separate storylines that went on. Uh, You had, like, the first uh, five or six episodes, seven episodes, uh, were, uh, he went to this place called the Lawless City and fought some vampires. And that was pretty bad. And you you know it's a good time when uh, the main character's name is Sid Kagano. And uh, this is an Isake, in case anybody didn't know. And uh, he, where he's transported, he's trying to be the guy in the shadows who takes care of the bad guys. He doesn't want the, you know, he wants all of his entrances to be like, poetic and flashy and then he disappears and nobody knows who he is so uh i i I find it hilarious how like you'll catch him he's sitting there and he's writing poetry that he says like when he appears like he's planning it (laughs) yeah he's just writing a rap basically he's he's like (laughs) And, and the one he's it, it just it cracked me up when he came in today, and uh, but then like it wouldn't be so cool if you made an entrance like that and talk shit, man. And you couldn't back it up. Let me tell you, Sid, Shadow, mm, Shadow can back that shit up, Bill. Let Watch me this. tell you, yeah. <laughs> uh. He developed, like, I don't know, I don't think he had, like, extraordinary powers when he first started out, but he put a lot of time and effort into training himself and experimenting and finding things out and making himself powerful without letting anybody know. His sister is, like, one of the best swordsmen in the country, and she thinks that he's a buffoon. When truth be told, he can best her anytime he wants. Damn. Okay. Uh, he intentionally joins contests and then, you know, trips over his own feet to make it look like he's a fool. It's it's hilarious. It's, it's, it's really fun the way he kind of plays his role. And sometimes... He has no idea what's going on, and you see it. You hear him talking about it. Yeah, he's like, but I have to act cool and like I know what I'm doing. And so it's like, I don't know, man. It, it, you really feel for him, especially as someone that runs a business. Whenever you're talking to someone, a customer, you gotta always sound like you know what you're talking about. You have confidence you know? in that, yeah. And and as long as you got the confidence and you say it. This is the way it is. People will listen to you. 
And I mean, you know, everything that, you know, because it's my business, it comes from a spot of knowledge. But I mean, you know, if I don't know something, obviously you tell people, but you say things with confidence and you will in, have a greater chance of people believing your bullshit. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and Sid's good at that. So the newest episode is uh, finishing up the second part of the series of, of the season where uh, one of his, he, he, uh, what should I say? I, I don't want to say he, he, he kind of collects girls and has them working for him. Now he lets them do their own thing. He has taught them. And uh, he, the thing he developed is this like liquid metal that be, he makes swords and clothes and everything out of. And when he makes a sword out of it, it just cuts right through other swords. So it's extremely sharp, extremely thin while being strong as well. Uh, all the girls that he has working for him, they have their clothes made out of the same thing because with a thought, they can make it look like whatever they want, right? Mm -hmm. Uh is an anime, you know, so yeah, he got to have a little bit of that fan service, yeah. And so, the one girl is like a lolly, but she don't want to be a lolly, so she takes her suit and she makes it give her like it moves like boobies, dude. It's hilarious, dude. I'm like, this is too much, gosh, stop it. But I mean, it's like in two seasons, they've made two comments about her. So it's not like it's a lot, but it still was hilarious. I was just like, man, that is a hell of a culture, man. <laughs> it is, dude. It is. It is. But uh, one of the girls that he has met along the way, like some of these, like when the series starts, you know, it shows him into his, he's getting ready to start. I think it's college that he's starting. Uh, and so he already has this uh, harem <laughs> made. It's not. It's really not a harem, and he has a name for it, and I can't think of it. But uh, one of the girls that he's met along the way since it started is, uh, her name is Rose, and she was a princess. And it's the, we all know about it, like the, the chancellor or uh, prime minister. That's what it was. The prime minister. Uh, mm -hmm. By the way, you got to love how on the nose this show is. All right. The prime minister of this country that is poisoning the king. He's poisoning the king, fucking the queen. And is planning on murdering Rose. Then how it works out is after he finds out, he finds out he has to marry Rose to get some artifact from her that only the bloodline can have while fucking the queen. But the king in the first season, like, I don't, uh, he stood up and started to oppose Rose because he was under... He was being poisoned and mind controlled by the prime minister. 
by the way, I never did the name of the prime minister. His name's Perv Asshat. <laughs> did y'all hear that out there? Everybody, did you hear yeah. that? His name is Perv, P-E-R-V, Asshat. Like exactly how it's spelled. First, yeah, so, I feel like this is the first time I've, this isn't the first time I've heard this before. Yeah, I, I bet not. I'm sure that yes. Will has told you because that name is a little bit on the nose, okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Perv and an asshat, damn. Yeah. That's how you knew he was fucking the queen before we ever found out he was fucking the queen. Jesus God, Christ. man. So in this one, uh, he... Oh, because Rose had killed the king and ran off with Shadow... They had uh, set things up and made it look like he was, he had the queen kidnapped and held prisoner till Rose came back. So uh, he got Rose to come back and she was going to marry him to, so that he would free her mom. And then she took shit upon herself and basically it was like, no, I don't think so. And it, it just, it exploded. And uh, the guy that was running things behind Perv Asshat showed up mm -hmm. and started, he's like, Asshat, you fucked up. <laughs> Freaking Perv. And, uh, <laughs> but he uh, showed up and activated something and summoned this beast, this supposed to be the ultimate beast and it's uh something Ragnarok or Ragnarok something I was like okay this is badass I was like now we just need Shadow to get here so we can see you know what Shadow can actually do yeah so then Shadow shows up spits his four line poem out at him and then the, he's like, but what can you do? I have Ragnarok. And then about that time, you hear the of the sword swiping through and Ragnarok's arm falls off. And we're like, I'm just like, damn, dog, you cut his arm off. Yeah. One swipe. And I'm like, all right. And then they said, catch us again next week. When Shadow takes on Ragnarok, <laughs> it ended it right after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it ended. Yeah, you weren't joking. There's, there's definitely some heavy comedy influence within this show. Uh, I'm making it a lot more comedic than it actually than it probably is. Oh, but there God. is definitely, like, it is definitely comedic to me because to me, the cheese is epic but mm -hmm. it part of it is it's not trying to come off cheesy sometimes and that's why it's cheesy if that makes sense yeah you know he's believing his own bullshit in the show you know like he is really powerful so you know he can take his time and spit poetry on the battlefield <laughs> Yeah. And think like like that's that's his, but that's his like 
you know, like superhero entrance. Like he doesn't do the the knee and the fist to the ground. Yeah. He drops down and says some poetry. And I'm like, I love the show. <laughs> yeah. It's that perfect dosage of, of cheesiness. Kind of like the, the Power Rangers live action movie, the 30 year anniversary that came out this year. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That same that same kind of cheese. Like he has and, and it's a lot of the things that are really funny in the show is he has told the girls that he's helped out because most of them were uh like homeless or people were experimenting on them and he saved them saved them and gave them a place to belong and to be took them in and taught them. And one of the things that he was teaching them was things about his old world. So like he's, he goes out one time and like the place where he's at looks like, like 1950s Japan, you know, he's like, yeah. Uh, how is this here? <laughs> Man. And they're like, well, you explained it to us so many times. How could we not get it right? So, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of references uh, to stuff in it. You'll, you'll know. But is and I'm just talking about like cultural things like of our times that yeah. you wouldn't expect to be in an anime with, you know, elves and beast kin, you know. Right. Beast people. Because... There's also Delta, who is she? A, she's a good dog. That's all there is to it. Delta's a good dog. You she's she's a good girl. Yeah, yeah. No, girl. It, she's like I said. She's like a beast person, and mm. she's like a dog or a, a cat or something. Like it, it's it's. I don't think it's feline. I think it's more. Uh, like you know, like fox. It's more like a dog, I think, is what it's supposed to be. Uh, her sense of smell is incredibly keen. So, and he scratches her head like you do a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it. it... Hmm. Man, there's a lot to unpack with this series. There's a lot to unpack with this series. Yeah. But I mean, you can tell that it's like he has the 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 harem of girls, right? Mm -hmm. But he's not like none of them are girls that he's like trying to date or trying to figure out which one he's in love with or anything like that. They all call him master because he leads the organization that they are a part of. They are all a part of an organization called Shadow Garden. Uh, so that is, they don't, they don't just follow him because they want to do, because he saved him or anything. Like yes. he actually started this organization and there's the, the cult of Diablos is the bad guys in it. And, and like when I said, the guy that was behind Per Vasshat. Per Vasshat was trying to become, they call them the uh, Knights of the Round 
and he was supposed to become the 12th night of the round uh, per Vasshat was when he pulled this off. Well, he didn't pull it off, so he's not a night of the round. But yeah. yeah, so like I said, there's a there's comedy to it, yeah. but there's also seriousness, and it's just got a little bit of everything, man. It is really all over the place. Um, the fight scenes when they you're not it, it again. It's not Jujutsu Kaisen where it's like every every episode is fight scenes you know you, you've got what two minutes of the show that are not fight scenes going on in it you know yeah uh, that's not what this is there is a lot of build-up a lot of storyline going on behind the action going on but the action's really good too nice. and the animation is on point like i said the writing's great uh uh, the the character development is really interesting because uh, you see just you, you learn a lot about them. You, you're learning the world and learning the characters and you see the way he interacts with people. So you learn a lot about Sid, too. Uh, like. Real stand up, dude, you know what I mean? Like really good, good, good guy. You know, even though he wants to be that that hard guy in the shadows, he he he's really has a hard time doing it because he is a big softy. Man, <laughs> and that is the plot twist we are looking for. It's like yeah, there we, there's always a catch to knowing a main character like that. Yep, and like I said, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, definitely something I, you know, if you watch four or five episodes and it's not grabbing you, then maybe this one isn't for you. But if you watch a couple episodes and you're like, oh, this is pretty cool, you won't be able to stop. I haven't been able to stop. I love it. Man. I watch it every, every week. I'm so happy they're on to the second season already, too. I really figured we'd have more time between the first and the second season. Mm -hmm. And it was like half a year. So, uh, yeah. Got a horn out there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for letting Test, us know. Testing it out. <laughs> hey, give me a second. I'm gonna uh uh close the that window real quick, all right? No problem. Yeah, that was eminence and shadow, guys. Uh Will we sorry if Will couldn't make it. Will's gotta 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 take care of some business. Uh he'll be back next Thursday. Uh, the cover, whatever anime he's uh, current on, but yeah, Eminence and Shadow was right up his alley, um, and he was also going to talk about a little bit of JJK as well. He usually saves that for as a topic or a segment on SNN late nights, uh, but this past episode has it's probably going to wind up breaking the internet if it hasn't already, but. I, I don't I don't I don't hear much in the, the the news feed about JJK breaking the internet besides the Maharaga fight with Sukuno, but every fight since then has been just as crazy as that. And like Toto and UG versus Mahito for the past two episodes, and oh my god. Today was super sick, man. Yeah. That, I didn't even, I'm not gonna lie. I did not remember the way that this fight ended in the manga. I remember 
it happening and him saving Yuji, but I didn't remember the way it went down. So I was really interested in watching these last two episodes. And uh, the, the, the butt clap last episode kind of got me. Them cheeks be flapping. I'm wondering... Mm. What what is Toto doing with his ass that them cheeks can clap like that? We have a saying on TikTok. It's called recoil. Whenever them cheeks get to get to vibrating and wiggling at a certain speed, it just you just it just shakes naturally without you putting even that much oomph into it. It's just like damn, Toto's been back there shaking that ass and. And it's, it comes natural to him. He can save lives. He can get him in and out of the combat zone. You name he, it. He must have been twerking, practicing with the twerk recently to get that shit. But uh, yeah, man, that that was that was pretty epic. Uh, so what man. do you give us? Give us the rundown of what happened today. Yeah, uh, so we picked up right where we left off from last Thursday. Uh, it was a Tag team match between uh, Yuji and Toto versus Mahito. And, man, Mahito is, like, one of the – how do I say this? This is, like he's, – he's essentially, like, a, a, a true boss battle. Like, before you move on to a bigger boss than him, you got to go through Mahito. Because Mahito is so hard to take down. He's a total menace. And, and God, he, had, he even had a trunk card by the end of this episode that almost got uh, the W over Yuji, but Yuji just wasn't going. And Toto came through clutch in the end as well. And it's like, uh, someone is saying it was life in that situation. He got to be prepared at all times. Absolutely. Got to have them cheeks prepared. <laughs> and to- Toto lost one of his hands this episode. And he was able to just take the nub in his his good hand and just clap it and give Yuji that one final switch to where he's in position to end the fight with Mahito for good. <coughs> and I don't even think actually, yeah. So we we didn't get a winner that episode, unfortunately. The episode ends where Mahito's crawling and begging for his life. Yuji's just like. I'm going to kill you and no matter how many opportunities I get. I'm going to send your ass to the gulag. And then while he's taking his sweet ass time to follow Mahito while he's trying to crawl away, Ghetto shows up. And Ghetto's like, oh, would you like me to save you? And it's just like, oh, fuck. The villains really are going to win this shit. <laughs> it's just like, man, it just, it. I had to say, the Shibuyark never had like a, an uphill swing for the good guys. Like they made it out. You know, there's a lot of them that make it out alive, but it never was like a good day for them. No. Uh, Will said, Will in the comments said, uh, he reminded him of an Elden Ring boss. Oh, what's so, up, Will? Yeah, we got Will in the comments. He was the one that said it was a life and death situation. He got to be prepared at all times. Got to have them ass cheeks in perfect symmetry so they can. Yep, yep. That's what I was wondering. It's like he got them ass slapping cheeks last episode. Yeah. This time he lost a hand. Why wouldn't he just like make it clap a beat? Yeah. Right, right. Like 
hell, if it works like that, Nate, Nate, you you know they got some like, uh, what's them inner thigh muscles? They can make them clap, you know. Oh wait, might squash some nuts though. Yeah, it, it might crush the nuts. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, he Tom. can smack himself across the face with one. <laughs> He's such a fool, man, and he. He was like, I got one more clap left in me, and he uses Mahito's hand to do it. And he's just like, oh. it's like he's laying on the ground, like at one point in the scene, and he's like, Yeah, I, I touched him, and this is what happened. His hand's like burnt up, disfigured, and whatnot. But Yuji was able to hold him off for a while, and Yuji got in like two or three different black fascists, and it was like put Mahito right at his limit. And I was like, damn, yes, that's did. impressive. Did you notice, like, uh, were, you, were you paying attention to the commentary, the 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 back and forth that they were having, Mahito and Yuji were having when they were fighting? Oh, there were some things that I probably don't remember specifically, but I know for a fact the moment Yuji, like, put the, the final black flash on him, that back and forth between them two and Mahito crawling through like a winter forest, uh, that was pretty interesting. What I was speaking of is that Mahito makes comments that no one, like Black Flash is something that just like builds up as you're going along. And then one of those times you connect, you bam, get that uh you get that uh black flash when you hit him yeah he did lose his technique after he hit mahito's hands he 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 doesn't have his uh boogie woogie anymore his boogie woogie anymore uh but now they were saying how you you know no one curse spirits or uh you know jujitsu sorcerers cannot make a black flash whenever they want to. Like you can't just say, oh, I'm going to do a black flash right now and then do a black flash. It's something that you got to build up and it's supposed to be like, it's like doing the 10th hit of a 10 hit combo on yeah. the old PlayStation controllers. You know what I mean? You got to build up that momentum, that fluidity. And then that last one's like, ah, pow. Yeah. You know, that's how it's supposed to be. That's not what was happening with Yuji today. He was pulling. He was building. He was building up the energy, and he's like, "I'm gonna do a black flash now," and he'd hit him and do a black flash. He's like, "I'm gonna do another black flash," and he'd hit him and do a black flash, and that's what Mihito was like. He's like, "It's almost." He goes, "I know it's not possible, but it's almost like you're making these black flashes happen." But I know you can't. And so that I had never again in, in the manga, I never caught that. So that is something that we have to sitting here and just now, like right now, thinking about it and what's going on in the manga. There's nobody else that can do that. That makes Yuji super freaking dangerous. Uh, the narrator said he was blessed by the sparks of black. Is that Will again? Yep. Thank you, Will. 
He said it mentions it in the manga also. Uh, okay. But I didn't... They may have mentioned that he's blessed by the sparks of black, but they didn't talk... I don't remember them specifically talking about him being able to pull off the black flashes whenever he wanted to. I yeah. didn't feel like I understood that coming out of the conversation. And I, I have that problem sometimes when reading manga that I don't read what I do. I, I don't get from it what I do when I watch an anime and I hear it coming out at that time. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, man, like that adds a whole new level to Yuji, Yuji's power that I never knew he had. Yeah, Nobody. Yuji, he looked like a total demon when he landed that that final Black Flash. This is the first time Ooh. he's looked like that this this season. He is definitely learning that he has to embrace the dark side. Yeah, you know, it, it's not you. You can't be nice about it. You you can't, you know, you can't pull punches. Uh -uh. Well, it, here, here's what it is. You can pull punches, but if you're going to pull your punches now, your friends are going to die later. He understands. And that's what now. happened to him. Yeah. It's like, so, everything will be okay. I'm just going to spare this crazy-ass curse, and then everything will be okay. No, it's not. Mahito's wiped out most of the people that came to get Gojo by himself. And I'm just saying, I do believe that he probably could have killed Mahito. Like, he should have been able to beat Mahito when him and Nanami had Mahito in the uh, sewers. Yeah. They should have beat, they should have killed Mahito there. For real. Like, it's crazy that he was able to escape and whatnot. And Yuji wasn't nearly as ready back then as he is now. But right. it's just like, damn. But Nanami was still who he is. Nanami was still, he should have taken him out back then. Yeah. Because Mahito didn't have the power back then that he has right now either. Called yeah. who Choso called Yuji a demon god? Yeah. It's, it's, it's fair because he's running around with Sukuna in his soul, but. Man, Yuji's character development is happening right before our very eyes. I, I, I power do. development, yeah. Yeah, well, power development too. I mean, watching him go through the pain of and acceptance of losing those people and then accepting that part of their loss is my fault and them being gone mean, gives me more reason to keep going because I've got to do it for them. Yeah. He's got to, he's so, got to win these fights on behalf of all the people that are still left. And it's just like, bro, if you don't win, Mahito's just going to keep dropping bodies. And he's just like, UG got to the point where he's just playing with his food. He's just stalking Mahito while he's on the ground crying and crawling for his life. He's just like, one footstep at a time on some Michael Myers shit. It's just like, yeah. Yuji, just finish your goddamn food, bro. This dude is a menace. <laughs> he, you're going to wait long enough until he gets his energy back, and then he pulls some fast shit on you, and it's just like, Yuji, come on, bro. I mean, that's what he's been doing the whole time, 
And that's the, he's, I think that the Shibuya arc is where he learned that I, I, I can't be that happy go lucky kid. It's not, I can have my happy times, but I can't go easy on these cursed spirits because too many of them aren't going to, are, are going to come back and do evil things, kill people later. Yep, no more smiles after this arc. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I, I wish there was kind of something similar like that for Tanjiro in a Demon Slayer world. Uh, but he learned pretty. He learned his lesson really quick. He's just like, I, I gotta put these demons down, or innocent gonna get hurt. And Yuji just kept on holding on to it. He's just like, I'm not gonna finish you off. We just, I just hope to knock you, knock you on your ass. And then we can go back to our mission to say Gojo. No, it doesn't work like that, Yuji. You're up against. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're up against Ghetto's number two. So it's why would you spare him? Not even Ghetto's number two. Kenjaku's number two. Damn. Because Kenjaku, sorry, as powerful as Ghetto was, Kenjaku was more powerful. That, Which is I, why Kenjaku. I want to know how Kenjaku killed Ghetto. That's a good question. How did he take over Ghetto? I, I have a strong feeling that Ghetto might have died by the hands of Gojo, maybe. And then when they went to bury him, Kenjaku had access to his coffin or whatever he was in. Did they ever reveal that in the manga? There was a slight hint to it in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the movie, at the very, very end. Uh, but we everything was off screen. So it's just like, damn. Right. And that was the thing is that maybe Gojo killed him there. But you kind of feel like Gojo did. Yeah, no, I don't think that. I think Gojo couldn't do it. I think that was part of the problem is that he couldn't do it. Yeah, if if Go, Gojo let go of his resolve right then and there in a moment, we have him to thank for all of this shit. <laughs> and, but Kenjaku was going to get that body one way or another, so it's really we right, we, right. You can't officially blame Gojo. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, thank you. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. It, it was. I, I had a theory that was really close to that. That King Jaku just found the body and took it over. So I, that, that's fair enough. But man, yep. it's God. Like I, the meme that Michael posted in the group chat about Gege killing all the the main characters is just like, how, what what are, what are we going to do to remedy this though? Like. Because you put all this time and effort in letting us get to know them, and now they're <laughs> half of them are incapacitated. One of them sealed, and the other one's probably going to get incapacitated or something. We just don't know. I mean, I'd like to think that Yuji's going to pull something out here at the end, but what? Yeah, it's What's like he gonna you're pull out? 
<laughs> what can what can he do against Sukuna? Nobody really can do much against him. Yeah, Mahito had to so, make a whole contingency plan on using just his domain because he was like, "Yo, if you touch Sukuna, automatic death with that with that domain." And he had to work around it. He was like, like. Sakuna would have probably have to find another body, but if he killed Yuji, then maybe not. But uh, Mahito, we cannot allow him to get back at his full strength because then he'll just be a menace all over again, and it just defeats the purpose of fighting him in the first place. Because it's just like, bro, once he get a second chance, he's not going to get caught slipping again. <laughs> so, well, what do you think? I mean, I, I don't remember for sure, but what do you think's going to happen next? Theoretically speaking, uh, if Toto is still up and at and active in that fight, he's either going to plan an escape for for the both of them, or they're both going to confront Mahito and Ghetto two v two, and they're going to get fucking demolished. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh. Man, I totally don't remember, but I just have this feeling that Mahito's on the end of his thing, mm-hmm. and I isn't that what Ghetto's power is—to eat cursed spirits? Yeah. So if I mean, him. I I just I'm like Idol Transfiguration would be kind of a badass thing for. Ghetto to have along with all his other shit, isn't it? Oh, yeah, man. And Mahito's a special grade curse on a whole nother league. So I don't you can just pull him out and throw him at somebody and let Mahito just run wild under his control for the rest of his life. It's just like, bro, you got too many in your arsenal as is already, right? Right. So who do you mean, Will? Who ain't surviving this arc? Yuji's got something up his sleeve, especially after the leaks. Yeah, it sounds like... Are you talking refer- about Mahito or Sukuna? Yeah, are you referring to Toto? Like, who, who's not? No, I don't think he's talking about Toto, because he's talking about... He said something about Yuji, too. He said Yuji's got something up his sleeves, especially after the leaks. Yeah, he ain't surviving this arc, trust me. So, oh, so he's Yuji's getting killed twice. Is it Yuji's getting killed or is it Sukuna or what are you talking about, man? Explain this. Come on with it. <laughs> Get on that keyboard and press them buttons. <laughs> yeah, man, it, this is crazy, man. I'm a oh. Uh, I'll have to review this a little bit more in depth the next opportunity I get. But, man, this episode wasn't bad. I think my biggest complaint was that we was it necessary that we needed Toto's imagination to stop Mahito in his place? It's like, yeah, I I didn't. That was, I think, in uh, it wasn't just his imagination. It was inspiration. Yeah, it, it's it, it was so last second too, and it's just like, why? What on earth is making Mahito freeze and 
what is there something hinting that Toto's imagination was the source of his jujitsu power or what the hell is going on? What right? I his infatuation with that idol has been since they introduced him. Uh, like he ditched things to go to her concerts, ditched like tests and stuff, jujitsu high tests to go to her concerts and all that. He like, at one point he was at a somewhere to get her autograph and autograph signing so he could meet her, you know, like he's been obsessed with her since the very first time they introduced him. So that is not unusual to me. The fact that it did something to Mahito, it looked like he punched him a bunch of times, but he only had one hand. Yeah. How, how was he punching him with? And the whole time he's punching him in the imagination, he's got, he got two hands. hands. Yeah. Right. Like, y'all forget? <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Like, Pete. If people were to get on the internet and rave about it, it'd be like, that is the textbook definition of an ass pool. I have no comeback for that. That that the moment could have been the moment that Toto sh- should have gotten sent to the gulag. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm glad he didn't. Toto's my favorite character, so love Toto. Yeah. I hope he gets the boogie woogie back. Yeah, because he kind of gives me like Lemillion vibes from My Hero Academia when he lost his powers and he got it back temporarily and went way the fuck off. In, in Did he only get him back temporarily? Yeah, I think Ari Chen gave him like some kind of boost or something. And uh, so I thought was, she just gave him his powers back. I could be wrong. I don't know if it was I, I'm pretty sure he just got his power back. He he came onto the battlefield like against uh I don't remember if it was uh one for all or uh what, what is his name? Uh, Togarashi uh Shigaraki. Shigaraki, yeah. I think it was Shigaraki that he attacked. Because he did that that Lamillion punch where he drops down on the ground and shoots up like looks like Ryu from Street Fighter and shit. Right. Yeah, the the Hadouken. <laughs> Shoryuken. Shoryuken. Lemillion <laughs> <laughs> showed up and he showed out. I mean, that, he Toto is literally like him. He's upperclassman, uh, not exactly same school, but different school. And uh, Toto is just like when you when you can count the count on him. The main character knows he's clutch, and he showed up and he did what he had to do. For sure, for sure. Yep. So I would have to say that I, I once again I'd be uh, putting that up at around uh, an eight eight point five for the episode. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. It's somewhere I'm back and forth between eight and eight point five. Um, yeah, I'm in a mental space where the older episodes before this one were better, but this one's still pretty entertaining. 
besides the ass pull that I, I didn't know I didn't need. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do we think would win between Mojito and Shigaraki? Are we talking Shigaraki when he started or when he awakened his power? Because if it's when he awakened his power, I mean, Shigaraki. I mean, he just touched the wall and destroy everything to where Mahito is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, his power is, like, ridiculous. Uh, but if we're talking, like, early season Shigaraki where he has to touch him, uh, I, I think that Mahito would get him then because I think Mahito would – I don't think Shigaraki got – like any kind of physical boost till later. Yeah. My camera, my camera stuck. What's up with that? Uh oh, it, it, yeah, it definitely froze for, uh, still froze, but audio's coming in good. Yeah, Mahito hmm. has the, definitely the combat experience, the way he's able to just fend off damn near anybody that he gets into a fight with. And he's, he has, like, all these reserve attacks, these reserve transfigured people. And and then he even has this trump card where he transforms into this armored uh, special grade curse. And it's just like, God, man, it took the world and then some to take him down. And Yuji just fumbled that bag. So I <laughs> it was like, God, he gets he goes back to 100 percent full strength and energy. Call it a wrap. There, there, <laughs> you, you got Sakuna, uh, Kenjaku, and and him. The three of them together would probably be enough to shut down the whole planet. So it's it's he's total menace. So Mahito would definitely get the dub on that, unless it was the awakened Shigaraki. Then you probably wouldn't even get close enough to land a hit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I kind of felt too. Yeah, is that like it, it, if it's Shigar Shigaraki from later, he gonna fuck him up. But if it's Shigaraki from early on, Mihito's got it. He'll he'll just punch him in the face and knock him across the way, touch him once, and you know. Yeah, Shigaraki got can pretty much his power right now allows him to run the gauntlet with JJK. I don't know how far he'd get in the gauntlet, but. It probably stopped right at Sakuna. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that he could. Well, I mean, I guess it didn't. You know what I'm going to say is that that depends on if he's like, are we talking about where he's at right now? Because he, I don't think he's fully got control of uh, one for all right now. Yeah. Does he? He, he's at a disadvantage right now. I think he's recovering, and they still need to finish like whatever processing that they were doing to him when he was in that tank. Uh, so they got to finish that. He's got to heal from the damages, and then there's a whole lot of other stuff that I guess that goes into it. But yeah, Shigaraki de definitely has some similarities between him and Mahito. Mahito's versatility and his creativity makes him just one of the most dangerous characters in the game. 
But he's not. He's still not celestial or astronomical or what do you call that? Uh, I, I'll call it celestial for now. He's 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 not on that altitude of no 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 writing. right. Right. There's planetary and then uh, universal. Then you know, like he he's not a cosmic level threat. Cosmic boom. Yeah, yeah, he's not he's not that kind of power level, but and I'm not even going to say I don't know that he's got the power to destroy the planet. Yeah, it, uh, Shigaraki does have the power to destroy the planet. So oh, he does. Yeah, how well, does see, he have the power to destroy the planet? Uh, when he touched the ground in Japan and he pretty much almost took out like the, the entire city, like if he had that amplified, uh, if uh, the heroes, the pro heroes didn't interrupt his like his process in that little tank, then he probably would have came out full power and with, with no limitations. But as he is now, uh, with one, one for all possessing him, he still got his limits and he got some weaknesses that I think the pro heroes are trying to exploit. And that could eventually lead to his downfall. I don't know how far or how many events occurred in the manga, but uh, in the anime, the way he is now, there's definitely a workaround to beating him. Uh, he's definitely progressed further now. Uh, The the manga is kind of uh, <laughs> I'll yeah. be honest. I I should give spoiler warnings before I say anything because if you want to know about it, I'll tell you. But I don't know that everybody wants to know what's going on with My Hero Academia at this point. But uh, I do believe that in the newest issue, Bakugo killed one for all. Great murder explosion, God. My dog. God damn. That's Will's favorite character, too. <laughs> you can't be... Get off my Kool-Aid, Will. Dang. <laughs> Kipachi just stole your dude. <laughs> He's been my favorite since I started watching, man. Like, his attitude was uh, my attitude for a long time. Like I'm my online attitude is much different than my in-person attitude. I'm a very happy, jolly person, you know, like in person, but, uh, like we were, I was playing games and like my attitude in the game, I was the leader or a mm. captain all the time. And so, I was the guy that they chose to go jump on people because I was like, they're like, hey, man, you don't have a problem saying anything. And I'm like, you, you know, you're right. I don't. Yeah. I'll go say whatever you want. And, uh, yeah, I got I got in trouble. Like I, I said something about it in chat the other day uh, that I got in trouble because I went and cussed somebody out and uh, I was in a 
like a cluster that had a whole bunch of alliances in it. Yeah. And I was in one alliance and I went into, I, I had a lot of like admin permissions and stuff. And I went into another alliances chat and cussed somebody out who was cussing somebody else out. And I said a lot of really mean things. I, I yeah. first off, I didn't know it was a girl, and she really took offense that I called her a bitch. And I'm like, yeah. and I just said back to her that I, I mean, it got worse. But I was like, I mean, what do you expect? You're behind a keyboard. I didn't know you were actually a bitch. And <laughs> it did not go over well. That's all I'm saying. And I said other things too, but she told one of my friends to go sit down and shut up. And I was like, no. <laughs> you sit down and shut up, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> you said that? I, I looked into the windows of her soul. <laughs> and then they're floating through space. I did. <laughs> See, bitch. I've played that for holding my 14 year old uh, like last week sometime yeah I mean, that, that's like a saying that me and will do uh me and blake are doing it now <laughs> it's just like it's, it's contagious oh yeah and in there for a while you the khaleesi the khaleesi, the khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh I'm on here by myself. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Key and Peele is pretty cool. I like them. Uh, I'm you're back. Yeah, I got booted out. You got booted. Yes, See, was. don't be fucking with the gods, man. The internet gods, they will get you. Man, I kind of did something to piss them off. You did, you did. Uh, <laughs> well, man, I'm gonna say it is 20 after six. Uh, let's go ahead and bring this to a close. Uh, do you want to give some shout outs and tell us what all the rest of SNN's got coming up before we go? Absolutely. Uh, this Saturday, the final show of the year with the main podcast, at, at least. Uh, it is the season three finale of Saturday Night Nerds live streaming podcast. Uh, we're is season three, episode 12. Uh, the original four, me, Thomas, Cameron, Will, should all be in full attendance. And we're going to be talking about some Godzilla. Ooh. So it's, we got minus one in theaters. You got the Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong comics that's been out. Um, you got the new movie that's coming out in February with Godzilla and Kong. It's basically a buddy cop movie where our two favorite monsters. Scar it, King. Oh, and Scar King. Ooh. And, and I think there was one more thing. Oh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters. That's on Apple Apple Plus TV. Right, TV right. Show. And in, in that Kong Godzilla movie, you saw he's got the Infinity Gauntlet, right? So yeah. that's like an MCU movie too. Uh, 
it, it might be canon because right now Godzilla just whooped everybody in DC. So we'll see if they come over to Marvel and whoop everybody too. So I mean, you got the Infinity Gauntlet. They got to do something with them. Yeah, right? the possibilities are <laughs> endless, man. Yes, yeah, 6.30 p.m. Central this Saturday. Uh, you can see all our, our uh, announcements and updates and the events about it to get further details. Uh, and then stay tuned after the season finale for further updates about season four, which debuts in January 2024. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Man, I'm looking forward to hearing you all talk about Minus one, I haven't got to see it yet, so. So damn good. That's what I keep hearing from everybody. Yeah. Like, I haven't heard a single person say a bad thing about it. That was so. peak cinema, man. Peak cinema. Nice, nice. I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't going to be part of the uh, MonsterVerse. I like the MonsterVerse they got going on. I wouldn't say they're the best movies, but they're good for what they are. I mean, I remember watching the old Godzilla movies and I think these are far and away better than those old Godzilla movies. Yeah. Uh, even though I, I love the old, you know, space Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla and yeah. Marvel, all Classics. that stuff. It was amazing. Classics. Mm -hmm. But uh, just the way that they've got the CGI and they can do it nowadays, that is so much more clean. I, I, I really, but I, I was surprised that Minus One wasn't a part of that universe. It's going back to more of the old uh, kind of Godzilla. Oh, yeah, is what it's supposed to be. So I'm yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, Minus One is damn near a retelling of the, of the very first Godzilla movie because humans meet Godzilla for the first time. Godzilla wrecks like three different islands or, or countries. And then everybody's like, we've had enough. Let's figure out how to kill this guy. And by the way, you don't kill him. So <laughs> you can't kill him. So it's my, my minus one just was just a rabbit hole at the very beginning. So nice, nice. You guys well, can I'll let you. Oh, yeah. sorry. I was going to say, I'll let you talk about it on Saturday. Won't make you talk about it too much more. Yeah. If you guys can handle two hours worth of subtitles, this movie's for you. So uh, that's on Saturday. Uh, you got that going on, right? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else? Yeah, uh, we're supposed to be doing a late nights episode, but I have absolutely no idea when this late nights episode is going live. So uh, <laughs> I, I will I will get with Will and then we'll make announcements uh, to support that. Uh, right, once right. We, once we get the official answer on that. And then, as, uh, of course... Uh, SNN War next Thursday for another heaping helping of anime reviews. Absolutely. All that, right. That's uh, all I got. Well, then let's call it a. Oops. Camera's uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> trying to uh, get away from you. It is, man. I'm going to have to find a better way to set my camera up because. You know, I, it's still all new to me, and I'm trying to get it working better. But uh, thanks for everybody coming out to watch, coming out to talk to us. Get in the comments. If you got anything you want to talk about, type them in down there, and we'll chat them up while we're here. Uh, 
But that's all I've got for today. Have a good night, Deontay. You guys, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. See you next week.